Today's uninterrupted podcast is brought to you by Loud Trouble LLC, coast-to-coast big stadium movers. If you're going to move your yard sale, call Mayflower. Welcome to KGXT, Gen X Talks podcast live from Central California. Good. Well, it's it's Thursday, right? Um, I don't ma- know. We're what? late. We, yes. Okay. I had time to do it yesterday, but no, not you. Well, okay, I had time. I was completely messed up yesterday. Completely messed up. Whatever. Now I know that. Are I'm, you? Wait. What? Did you start it already? It's been going. Why don't you ever say, look, hey. the red light is on. If I the, can't see it if from the, You can't see the red light. Nope. Wow. Well, if you can't see the red light, then just always be appropriate. What if I was saying inappropriate things? That's what I'm getting at. Always be appropriate. Don't All that shit you normally talk around the house would kill everyone's view of what a perfect loving <laughs> angel of a person you are. No, they think they would love me even more. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm whatever. You. Hey, um, so another mysterious box showed up yesterday. That was the weirdest thing. That was <clears throat> that kind of scared me a little bit because so, I had no idea this. Well, I didn't have any idea any of them were the really last, coming. The last podcast, yeah, we were interrupted with this mysterious black military footlocker that showed up on our front porch with a combination lock on it. Correct. Okay. We still don't know what's in it. No, Do we? we? No, we don't know what's in no. it, but we know where it came from from our son-in-law. In Japan, right he, now, I questioned why didn't you just have it shipped to your place, your 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 place in Camp Pendleton? And he's like, "Oh no, 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 no! This had to come here." All right, so we got through that mystery, and you think, "All right, that was kind of clever. It was kind of fun. It was kind of witty." And then the second box shows up, and I was thinking, "All right, well, this isn't this isn't that exciting. It's not that fun because it's he he." I called him. And said, all right, we got another one of your boxes. He goes, yeah, that one's for you, but don't open it yet. (laughs) And I said, what? He goes, you can't open it. That's what the military calls contraband. Oh, nice. I said, is it going to explode? He goes, no, but just go put that out in the backyard and far as you can away from the house up against the wall. And I'm like, is something going to leak out of it? He goes, no, no, no. I'll be up in a few days. And I'm like... Now that doesn't, lot. nobody informed me of that. What was I going to do? Run out and tell you and say, by the way, honey, if you hear it ticking, there's a problem. Well, that goes into the next box that arrived yesterday. That made me go, huh, like, what is this? Why does he have things shipped to our address? Well, the funny thing is, it was not his name. Oh. The one yesterday. It wasn't? No, 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 no. A box showed up yesterday and there was an Amazon box on top of it. Right. And the postman was walking away or whatever, and I had walked out front, and I saw that Amazon. Yeah, we know what that is. The next right. box, I'm like looking at it. I don't recognize the name, but it has our address. I looked at the name again and was like, do I know this person? And then, yes, our address. And then I start looking at the other thing, and then it says it's military something, something. And I'm like, 
okay, I still don't know who this is. And the postman stopped halfway down the driveway. He goes, is everything okay? Because <laughs> he's been delivering these weird boxes. He yeah, knows. and I'm kind of like, I don't know what to tell him. <laughs> like, take it back. Uh, I looked at it and went, yeah, I, I think it'll be okay. He knows something's wrong. And you were in the mid- middle of guest on a, another the, podcast oh, yeah, at the time, post- so I couldn't come in the house going, uh, what do I do I with this box? You, I saw you hustling. I was, in, I was doing a guest spot. Yeah. On the 21 Gun podcast. I don't know how many of you listen to that, but I've been a guest on there five or six times. And I could see her over my screen. I could see her hustling around and she's confused, but I can't stop. I can't stop what I'm doing and go, I can't even ask you a question. So I was contemplating like, do I bring this in the house? Do I not bring this in the house? Um, I'm going to bring the Amazon box in first. So I brought it in and then I dropped my phone. I heard that. Oh, During the podcast, I apologize. I heard you do that. I mean, it's like you dropped it and kicked it across the floor. The, everyone on the podcast, because we're doing it, it's like a Zoom call. We yeah. can't see each other. Everybody stopped and was like, whose microphone was that on? So I played it off. I'm looking around going, that was weird. Who did that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was still trying to figure out what to do with this box. So I decided, well, I'll leave it on the front porch until you were done. <laughs> and then I walked in and I thought, okay, the next best thing would be to text message my son-in-law and say, okay. Yeah. So he said, he confirmed that it was a buddy of his that but was over in Japan. Again, don't touch it. <laughs> no, don't touch it. Yeah. So, so now three so boxes have arrived. That's really weird. You got to say, that's, that's funny when black military footlockers show up at your door with padlocks on them and you get a note that says, don't touch anything. All right. I know. All right. So I know. Hey, um, last week, you know, we did the podcast and we were talking about our first kiss. Oh, to uh, other people. Yeah, yes. Other- well, somebody wrote in and we didn't discuss our first kiss. No, we just, our first kiss in life, like to another, like a boy or a girl. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, but this one was between us. What was our first kiss between you and me? I don't. Do you remember? I do, but I don't want to say how old we were. I don't want anybody to know how old we were when that happened. Oh, brother. It was just a couple years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we did everything else but kiss. (laughs) Um, You know, the 12-inch rule. Oh, I guess we blew that too. We do that. (laughs) <laughs> Oops. Okay, so if I get this wrong, how much trouble am I in? A lot. Okay. Um, it was really... Cue the Jeopardy music. <laughs> it was a long, super long time ago. We were much, much younger. and God, you make us sound like we're ancient, but okay, go ahead. And it was in Valencia. That's in California, people. Outside of, it was by a swimming pool at a hotel, a nice hotel. Yeah, get your get your brains out of the gutter. <laughs> I, I think you're talking to me. I'm like, I didn't do anything wrong. Either. No, everybody went hotel. Yeah, it was. Pool. We were. We, it was at nighttime. It was at. It was a like a summer night. It was warm outside. There was. I thought it was a basketball court. No, it was a pool. It was right by a swimming pool. Okay, got it. You don't remember the glistening lights of the pool? There was crickets. It was nice okay. out. It was it was a summer evening. Keep going. It was and I'm right. And then 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 well actually you kissed me. If you want to know the truth, you grabbed me by the collar and you just pulled me in, you kissed me. It, you, I did. You did you kissed me. That was our first kiss. I agree. And even though we were young, I'd say kids, even though we weren't kids, we were young, young, young years ago. I remember it like it was yesterday. Apparently, you don't. You thought it was by a fucking basketball court. Or maybe we walked by a basketball court. 
there was a basketball court there. Why is that what you remember? <laughs> How could that be? I, I, the ambiance, forget it. Yeah. No kidding. Was I that distracting that you couldn't remember what was going on around? And fireworks went off in my head, <laughs> and I did the kick pop with the leg, and I knew that was it. Well, it was a very good kiss. I remember that. It was our first kiss, and it was very romantic, and no basketball courts were around. I don't know what the fuck you're thinking. Nice hotel with a basketball court. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Right? It, shared a, it shared a parking lot with a 7-Eleven. That's what she means. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There's okay. our first kiss. Hey, at you, least we were on the same page. <laughs> I know. And I just want you to know that because you're late with the podcast today, uh, you've messed up Two Bears' complete day. Oh, I know. It's it's bad. Tell uh, everybody what happens. He is well, our, our proof listener. <laughs> is that what that's called? It's a proofreader, but can proof we say reader? proof listener? No, that is not what he does. He is he's on staff here. He's one what do you mean that's not what he does? Senior, okay. Can you let me talk here, woman? He's our se- one of our senior staff members at Gen X Talks. He's been around a long time. He is our sergeant at arms. And back in the day when the podcast needed major editing and I was having trouble. There was so there was I would spend two or three hours trying to you cut out a cough, um, splice out, you know, where we didn't get something right and we're trying to speak and we fucked it up. And and so there was major editing. He would listen to them. I would send them to him the day before, and he would proof listen to him and go, hey, the volumes were good. It sounds great. Um, it flowed. Everything was good. We don't do that. We haven't done that in months. That is correct. Because Cause we're know, awesome. We're great. Yeah. We're, we're, we're amazing. The best ones ever. We can do the podcast with our eyes closed. Eyes closed. <laughs> clothes on, eyes closed. We can do it. And uh, so We can now, do them with our clothes off, too. You but know, we do it really quickly. I was afraid that you were going to... I'm afraid one day you're going to sit down across from me and do the whole podcast naked and see how I do. I've, I have nightmares. It'd be the quickest podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, good night. All right, come here. <laughs> I'm worried that you're going to do that and then make me do the podcast. Like no touching, no looking, just podcast only. Note to self. No, I'm just the, the call it the naked podcast. So I guess uh, Two Bear didn't get his donuts this morning. Well, so now what Two Bear does is if we do the podcast on time, if it drops and becomes available to everyone at midnight, twelve oh two a.m. is when I do it. Twelve oh two a.m. Two minutes after midnight, if it's up and ready to go, then um, what happens is is that Two Bear is obligated to buy donuts and coffee for um, his buddy. What was his name? What's that guy's name? Joe. Joe. Yeah, Joe. Joe. I think that's his boss, isn't it? Um, no, I think it's lateral. I think it's sideways. Oh, okay. I think they're. I think they have their department heads, and they're. I think they're equals. Anyway, so him and Joe. We better in, clarify that. We better me. clarify that. And uh, so him and Joe come in, and they they have a ritual. And if the podcast is up, they they put notes on their offices that they're in a meeting. <laughs> God, I hope the big boss never finds out. <laughs> no, he doesn't like us. He didn't listen. And then oh, they he doesn't. <laughs> like us okay no. so then he goes in they go into an office and they tell their secretaries and put a note we're in a meeting and they have their coffee and their donuts and they listen to the show first thing in the morning oh well you messed that up today. yeah there's joe uh, uh, uh two bear doesn't have to buy donuts yet. i guess they're gonna have an afternoon meeting well you know what maybe it's good that they mix it up a little bit you know maybe wouldn't it get a little suspicious that every thursday morning at like eight o'clock they have a meeting so now they'll just switch it up a well, little here's, bit here's the here's the bad thing you would think well why don't they just do it tomorrow the podcast is going to go up today and they can listen to it tomorrow and have a friday morning breakfast there have been times when we've been late or we i've got it up really early the the podcast 
And you'd think that Two Bear would be the, an, an honorable guy. Sometimes he goes in. This is going to piss Joe off, too. Hey, Joe, sometimes by the time Two Bear gets there, he's already listened to it once. Oh, he that's just, he cold. Can't wait. He couldn't say, like today, he couldn't say, hey, Joe, let's just meet tomorrow morning and we'll have our donuts and our coffee and we'll listen to the podcast together, buddy. Two Bear's going to listen to that on his way home. He's not, he's not oh, going to wait. Oh, man. He will not wait. And The truth comes out. Yeah. Oh, he's a, he's a terrible person. Too, <laughs> he's awful. But I do want to say, um, I'm hoping that we're making Joe laugh a little bit today. Yes. We got he, some sad news. He had to put his dog down. Yeah, it's the worst. And it was like his, I think it was his only dog and had been with him forever. And I just went through that recently. Yeah. I had to put yes, Riley down. And it's, it's not, the worst ever. It's yeah. like, it's part of your family. It oh, is. Yeah. It's just an extension of your family and it's very hard to go it's, through. You know what? But you have to and you soldier on. Yeah. It's tough. You never forget. It never goes nope. away. I think of Riley all the time. I don't know his dog's name, but I, it doesn't matter. I still um, call one of the dogs Riley. Yeah, I, I still I, call I hear you every when time. I'm when I'm rounding up because all our dogs are ours. Yeah, so I like go R's. through all the R's and sometimes Riley slips out and I'm like, oh, but did, well, she's not you, here. Every now and then you you call one you call them one of our first dogs, Roxy, who's been dead for years. Yes, and she lived with us first for a long time. And you all of our dogs, you run through all the names like a confused uh, mother. Yeah, <laughs> I did You're it yelling, with all eight kids too. Yeah, you, Finally, I went, "Hey, you!" You yell at all that you yell out every kid's name trying to find the one you're looking for. That's what you do with the dogs, too. So, Joe, we're with you, buddy. We love you. Thanks for listening. Yes. And I'm sorry that you have to go through that, but there's no words that I'm going to come up with that are going to help. Yes. But we, and we appreciate you being a loyal fan of the podcast. Absolutely. Also. Yeah. So, um, how's your uh, pinched nerve doing? That is the weirdest thing. You know, I used to make fun of people. Well, I got a pinched nerve. I can't walk. I got a pinched nerve. I can't work. You know uh, what that means, right? That I'm an asshole? You're old. Well, I used to make fun of people for doing that when I was when I was younger, and now that I actually got one, I'm like, "What the fuck is this? This just this just floored me, and it was killing me." And you and others decide, decided it was a pinched nerve, and I'm like, "Holy shit! I I owe some people some apologies." Yeah, because I've been making fun of people my whole life. Oh, pinched nerve. Okay, well your nerves pinched. Unpinch it. Work that shit out. Let's go. Rub it out and let's move on, man. Come on. And it's not like that. Um, that made it to where I couldn't hardly walk for weeks. And, uh, now, now I get it. Now I see what people are mad about. Yeah. You know? It hurts like a mother. Oh, that you get angry. you you get mad all the time. How many times do you hear me turn over in bed, just turning over? I'm screaming mm, every night. It's Horrible. been a, actually, it's been a couple nights since I heard you. Right. But. Well, it's getting, since you asked, it's getting better. I can walk and I can move and I can do, I don't know how to prevent it. Um, loosen up, <laughs> do, yeah. do calisthenics before I do anything else, I guess. Start stretching. I don't know what it is, but it's. I hope I never have one of those again. And now, anybody who's got a pinched nerve, I will be very attentive to their needs because now that I've lived through it, I had no idea how tough that was. So. Yeah. Um, so we had the funniest, craziest lunch last Saturday. Oh. I haven't laughed <laughs> that hard in so long. And I was exhausted. We had been going yeah. for a couple of days and I was like, oh, 
I don't know if I could do this lunch, but you're glad you did though. I did. I did. So Scotty, well, we um, did a, I did a podcast. I was a guest on a podcast called beyond the humidor yes. a couple months ago. Yes. And they have three guys. They, uh, they do their show. They, 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 they broadcast usually from inside a humidor. They talk, they talk about everything. They right. smoke cigars, but it's, it's loosely about cigars and things like that. And I did have some cigar questions and I smoke a cigar myself. And the podcast was fun, and I, it was funny, I brought it up to him. I said, you know, I went through your YouTube channel, and <laughs> I looked up all of your, I just scrolled through all of your podcasts. They're up to like 90, okay? They got 90 of them. And I said, do you know the episode I was on, Beyond the Humaner, episode 83? That has more views than any other <laughs> podcast they have. And I'm like, you're welcome, boys. You're welcome. Well, Scotty. Um, he's the guy in the middle. He's the he's the black guy. There's two white guys and a black guy, and he's the funniest of them all. Oh my god! Come to find out at lunch, he's like a super hub of what goes on. Like yes. he, I didn't know how involved he was. Was this just like, hey, Scotty? He's the man. Yeah, he is the man. He's I, the man. I thought it was like, hey, Scotty, come over and be part of our podcast. Oh no 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 no. He was very he's much like. I'm putting it together. I'm arranging it, the gear, the equipment, the format. We get a guy to work the 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 the, the audio equipment. He put it all together. Yeah. No, oh, he's not just the man. He is the man. So you um you guys kind of drank a lot that day. You guys were going fist to fist <laughs> we with drank like a lot. We kept getting double shots of Jack Neat oh. and kept pounding them down and kept telling stories. We were we were all and laughing. his training wheels was a Jack and Coke. Yeah, I my training. He wheels, doubled down. <laughs> my chaser was my Coke. Yeah, he doubled down his on chaser you. Was a Jack and Coke. <laughs> <laughs> We were laughing, you guys, I was laughing so hard, but you guys were so loud in the bar on the Saturday. The whole bar was listening because oh as we God. would tell a story and get to the punchline, and as I'm telling a story and you and him begin to laugh, the bar begins to laugh. When he tells a story and it gets to where I'm going to start laughing, the bar starts laughing. So everyone was listening to what we were doing. I uh, know. The greatest story he told was that he grew up in Watts in South Central LA. If yeah. anybody knows what that is, that yep. is like, and in yeah. the 80s. That's it. He's, he's the, RA. He's yeah, 80s. He's a Gen X. Man, that place hasn't gotten any better. <laughs> so he called it, I laughed so hard. He rented a Tesla, you guys, a red yeah. Tesla. Now hold on before you tell him that the reason this joke came up, the reason that you, the thing you're going to say came up, was because he asked me. He goes, "Now I'm not sure how familiar you are with uh, with South Central LA." Well, <laughs> I said, "Yeah, I know as a white kid from the Valley, I'm supposed to be across Crenshaw before That's the right. sun goes down." <laughs> That's right. I, I knew that rule. <laughs> and he called it Cryptum. Cryptshaw. Cryptshaw, but he and, called the actual city yeah, Cryptum. Right. And so, <laughs> That's where your story came out. Yes. And but he and so the Crips are what color? Uh, what do they represent? What they're color? Blue. They're blue. Yeah. He's driving in South Central in the Crip area in a red Tesla. Yeah, you didn't want to do that. Yeah. Well, he's an OG, man. <laughs> well, that's what he said. He goes, I was all right. I was OG. I fit right in. I knew everybody. I'm like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> man, and he's driving. I'm like, you are brave, man. You are brave. <laughs> well, he he confirmed. He goes, that's right. You get your narrow white ass across Crenshaw before the side. I said, I do. I know my place. <laughs> that's right. You get out. I, that was, I was laughing so hard. It and was... he loosened up the more whiskey he drank. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. The more we were drinking, he's like, we, he wasn't, you know, at the beginning, he would raise his empty glass. He'd hold his empty glass in the air for the bartender, Aaron, you know, Aaron takes good care of Uh us to come over. Uh We're, we're like more than halfway through the, and he's holding up the full glass. He hasn't drank yet, (laughs) but he's drinking so much. He doesn't realize he's holding up. I mean, Aaron just set the glass down. He picks it up. He holds it in his hand. He finishes a story. Then he holds it up in the air. Give me more. I know. I'm like, dude, Scotty, it's, it's still full. You haven't drank it. Oh, I'll take care of that. And this was lunchtime. Yeah. The other funny thing was that he was minding his P's and Q's because I think his mama taught him that, you know, when there's a lady present. Yeah. He you did. don't drop the F-bombs. Well, as the whiskey started flowing. <laughs> and then I dropped a few little crude comments. Well, you were like, you were like in full form too. I wanna oh yeah. I wanna be clear. You were you fit in like a drunken sailor. You were doing just fine. I did. So I dropped a few <laughs> crude comments and then oh man, well, he opened his, up. Well his eyebrows went up. <laughs> and I told he looked at me and I'm like, just go, she's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so that made it even more enjoyable because yeah. I was just hanging with the guys. It was hilarious. Now the one thing he did promise me, we had a little text conversation a couple of days after after that lunch, I said, you do remember in your drunken stupor that when we get the studio built, you promised to be an in-person guest. And he says, man, I am there. He, he goes, I will drive back down. He's from up north. They're like Sacramento yes, that's area. That. And um, when, when he promised, he goes, man, studio gets built. I'll be one of your guests. That will be a hilarious podcast. I, I wish that I could have been, I should have pulled out my phone and should have recorded the just, audio. Yeah, you should have just laid your phone on the counter and just let it go. That would have been one of the funniest oh, podcasts of all I don't all remember time. those things because I kind of want to like break away and just be us and not... Yeah. But that would have been so funny. That we, was oh. yeah. It was a it was a great lunch with Scotty from Beyond the Humidor. Uh, I do it again in a heartbeat. It was a cool cat. That's the first time I'd met him in person, and uh, he lived up to all the hype. The guy is just great. He's a wonderful guy. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and he knows how to drink. <laughs> that was our Saturday. That, that, was, that was our Saturday. Boy, and that, then I was done after that. Well, I you, was done. Then you came home and said, "Okay, I'm going to go take a nap. You got to get ready for the show." And I'm like, "Oh shit, the show." Yes. Then I have to go on the bottom of the Glass Nation show. I'm already hammered. Yes, you are. <laughs> I had to sit across the table from you because we did it that night. And I was like, we are not going to make this. I was not feeling good. No. You were feeling great, but getting tired. Well, I took another five-hour energy. Ugh. And for some reason, that was like... All the drinking went away, and my body said, do it again. I swear, five-hour <laughs> energy should sponsor you guys. <laughs> I, that is a fortune. The amount he spends on five-hour energy. Now, now, oh, that's my not goodness. exactly. No, what? <laughs> five-hour energy, if you're listening, you, okay. anybody that's connected, hit me up so, <laughs> on my email. Speaking of dogs, I know I'm skipping. Don't go there. Okay, you're, Kate. That's not my dog. Gen Z kid's dog does not listen at all to you. Doesn't even listen to him. He's a he's a great dog. He's a wonderful dog. But I have he like if you he thinks he's a person. He does. He sits (laughs) on our stairs like a person. He you know how a dog can remember the RCA Victor dog that was sitting on his butt looking. Yes. Okay. The RCA Victor dog. Um, For those of you who don't know what the RCA Victor dog is, please hang up right now. This podcast is too old for you. All right. (laughs) 
Our dog, the, no, no, the not Gen our Z, dog. Our, this dog sits on the stairs on his butt like a person staring out across the room. Yes, if I sit on the stairs, he sits, he sits right there. next to me. Now, when you when you call all the dogs, right now we've got four because our daughter's dog is still here, Lady, who she is a very nice little lady dog. Yes. Um, when you call them, like, all right, let's go out, let's go out, everybody, let's go out. Time to go to the bathroom, let's go out, time to eat, whatever it is. If he doesn't, if he's not interested in going, he doesn't move. Uh-uh. And then if you come get him, you're like, all right, Riker, come on, right now. He will sometimes sprint up the stairs and go hide in one of the bedrooms. He goes to his room. He goes to Gen Z Kids' room and goes on the bed and just lays there. He doesn't listen. He's like, no, I'm He's not a teenager. Going. He's, I'm not going. He's a teenager. And so I, I, I grabbed the kid one day because you had been doing this for a few days. And I grabbed him. I said, listen, just get home from school. So your dog's kind of a fuck up. He's not <laughs> listening to anybody. He's kind of an asshole. As I'm telling the kid this story, his dog is sitting at the top of the stairs <laughs> listening to me, looking at me like, I hear you, motherfucker. I hear what you're saying. So the kid goes, come on, Racker, let's go out. He just stares at him. I'm like, "You, this is your dog. You have to train your dog. He's like- He did yeah. train him. He goes, he doesn't listen to me much either. <laughs> And now you know how we feel. Oh, it's just, it's such a hassle because that dog doesn't listen to anybody. Oh yeah. And he'd rather be a house dog. Cause as soon as, <clears throat> as soon as you put him outside, he's scratching at the back door going, let me in. Yeah. He goes, I, he likes playing. He loves playing in the yard, but oh, when, yeah. he's, when he's, whenever, when all the dogs are done playing, they all go lay down. Yes. He goes back. He's, I'm going to lay inside on a couch. I don't want to, I don't want to lay out here on the grass. If I ever find him on a couch, I'm going to just... <laughs> Backhand him. Do you remember when he was younger and he used to do that and we didn't know because he blended in with the couch yes. color? His color matched the couch so perfectly. We'd walk mm-hmm. by three or four times and go, oh my God, how long have you been there? I've also done that where he's been laying on the carpet. You know, some of the carpet's dark. Yeah. <laughs> I just start walking and go, wham, it's like a big huge rock. That's I pretty bad. You, I'm just, sorry, Riker. All dogs have their own personality, but that dog is just an asshole human in a dog's body. Oh my gosh. So uh, you've been, um, it's three weeks till graduation, as, as a matter of fact. Yeah. So you know, three weeks and the kid is free. He's done his penance, his time, whatever you want to call it. What about it? 13 years, but I think, I think he's got mixed emotions with graduation. He's, he's done. He's got major senioritis, doesn't care about being late to school or whatever. Did you just whatever. say seizure-itis? Senioritis. Oh, senioritis. Okay. Um, but he he's ready to graduate, but he's gonna miss FFA and all those. Well, people. he's That's yeah, he's I've I've been trying to connect with him lately, you know, just like you do with all the kids. You know, they kind of emotionally wander away. So I've been putting forth a lot of effort in the last like three or four months. Different topic of connecting with him, but one of the things I did learn from him was he kind of broke down. He wasn't crying, but he kind of he he broke down. He goes, "I'm done with high school." He goes, "I don't want to go to one more class. I don't want to do anything." Then he says but I'm going to miss all my friends in FFA. He goes, I live, I get up in the morning to go to school for my FFA classes. He's got three of them and after school activities all the time, you know, almost every day of the week. He goes, that part I'm going to miss terribly because, you know, all of my friends are in it. He goes, I'm, I goes, but I'm all, this is part three part. He goes, I'm also smart enough to know that after summer is over, I'll probably be ready to go back to school. I yeah. won't be burned out. That's the hardest part. He goes, but I can't. I yeah. won't even be allowed to go back there. The other problem is, is that his girlfriend's still in school for two more years. So he knows yeah. come August, 
all his friends plus his girlfriend are going to go back to school who he saw daily and he's not. And And the sad thing about it is you're not welcome back to your high school after you graduate. It's kind of like, bye-bye. Especially when you turn 18, (laughs) they tell you you can't be an adult hanging out with children on campus. You just can't do that. Now, after school, he's been asked to come back and teach and guide Parley Pro because no one can do the Parley Pro part of FFA so he can come back as an alumni, he's been asked already. They've already asked him to come back and say, next year, can you can you teach these kids? Can you train the team? Yeah, coach him. Right, and he's agreed. But he already, you know, he's not stupid. He's not a dumb kid. He's looking around at his friends who graduated last year, and most of them, there, there's some that are doing very well, but he goes, Dad, I'm looking, and he told me their names. I won't, I won't say them, but he says, these friends don't do anything, Dad. They don't hang out with each other. They could. Mm. They don't call as much. They could. Mm. He goes, but it's kind of like as soon as graduation happened for these kids, everybody kind of disperses. That's usually what happens. Well, that's what I told him. I said, that's the same way with everybody. Mom and I did it when we were in school. Pretty much that's everyone's story. You, You have a few friends that you hang on to, but not like it was in school. I said, how many kids' names do you know in school right now? He goes, 400. Yeah. He goes, everybody knows me. I know everybody from the chess club to the basketball team to FFA. He goes, I get along. And the undergraduates. With every group. Yeah. yeah. And the under, he goes, I get along with every single group. I said, and how many people are you going to be hanging out with after high school? He goes, I'll be lucky if it's three or four. It's usually what happens. So he's he's kind of getting the handwriting on the wall. He's nervous about it. He's excited about graduating. Yeah. Um, he's just he's he's really got mixed emotions. Because like with every kid, it's the unknown. It's what do I do now? He's signed up for college already. He did. You know, he's got a, some college courses he's getting into. He's carrying a pretty decent load. I'm fine with that. Um, he really wants to jump back and do more Gen X talk stuff because. He's got a lot of ideas. He wants to take the burden off of you and I, the things that we help him with, mm-hmm. which is great. But he's he's just afraid that he doesn't know what's what's he doesn't he likes being part of our family. He knows his role as the son in our family. But he also knows his role in school as everyone's friend. He has his 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 personality. He's got his own he's got his own thing in school. What happens to that whole half of his life? Now he's just you got to rebuild it. He's just the son. He's just the son in the family. You got to rebuild your adult life. So he was talking to me uh, last night or the night before, and he was saying that I was telling him about Gen X Talks. I said, you know, we're kind of waiting for you to jump back in and, and get get more and more involved. And he says, yes, yes. I said, you got to realize something. I go, we really want to launch yours and dad's idea of the radio station, but... Right. You're going to have to take some of the burden off dad so that dad can work on that or vice versa. One of you has got to Sure. It's just too much for any one person. Yeah. So he goes, I get it. I get it. But then I get the other side, which I'm so proud of him, is that he wants to go get a regular job also. And he says, I'd like to work part time, you know, somewhere else too. And I said, well, now this is where it comes into balance. He goes, even if it's just for the summer. Because he knows that where he might be going away on vacation in the fall. He goes, I'd like to do part-time. And I think that's a great job for him to... He needs to build some employment and working for somebody else and see what it's like. So he's trying. I told him, you're going to have to find the balance. Did you hear about his Taco Bell job? Yes. We talked about that last week, I think. On the podcast, did we? I don't know. Did we? We talked about it on the live stream. For those of you... Oh, yeah. Last Saturday was prom. I don't think we did. No. For those, of, for those of you who don't know, he went to prom with like seven of his buddies, 
And uh, so they, where did they? Oh, they went to McDonald's before they went to prom. So all these guys are hanging. None of them had girls. You know, it was a huge sausage fest. So they all go. <laughs> that's a guy term. I okay. know. The guys I in the know. audience got it. All right. So he, that sounds weird on prom night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know if I put prom night and sausage fest in the same no, sentence. No, okay, maybe that wasn't quite appropriate. But there's seven of them. They're in tuxedos, every one of them dressed to the hilt because we saw them. They all go to McDonald's. They were looking sharp. Looking sharp. Dress, across the street um, was a Taco Bell that had a now hiring sign in the window. And he bet his guy, his buddies, I could go over there and get a job. So he goes over there, and the first thing they tell him is what they always tell you. Well, did you fill out your application online? If you filled it out online, then you can call us, and we'll set up a time for an interview. The kid talks himself into an interview right then. Look, <laughs> I'm here. You're here. We're all here. Let's just do the interview, okay? And then, and then we'll, um, you know, I, we'll talk about see if I'm what you want. He finally talks to the senior manager in. He's like, "All right, let's go." They go back to his office. He wins the interview. The guy goes, "You're hired. Go online, fill out the stuff. You know, fill out the the, the, the all the information at the application online, and come back. I'll hire you. I'll put you on right now." I couldn't believe it. He got himself. Was he called not- me that night? He yeah. called me after it happened going, mom, you're not going to believe this. I'm like, oh God, oh God, what'd you guys break? I'm thinking of all the other things like, what What do I have to go tell your dad? Because I thought he was using me as a buffer. Like, right. oh God, what? Oh, what do I have to tell your dad? And then he just tells me, he goes, I got a job at Taco Bell. I said, you did what? You just left in a tuxedo. How did you, what? <laughs> now, would that have happened if he had his girlfriend with him? No. No. She would never, she'd been like, you're not going over All there. these boys were acting like 12-year-olds all night long. It was hilarious. <laughs> so so he, Maybe you should tell everybody the conversation you had with him the next day, like what he told well, you. Well, it was just like the movie Step Brothers. You know, <laughs> where you, <laughs> hello, Miss Lady. Hello. Uh, conversation. Well, I was going to get to what happened that night when those idiots came back here. Oh, go ahead. He brings them back. He goes, Dad, first it was all... all God, you went sideways fast. I got mad. He goes, we want to come back and go swimming after prom. Is that cool? Yes. Then the next day, a couple days later, well, you know, after when prom comes up next week, um, how about we we do a little swimming and we can play some some video games in the den? Uh, Okay. Because I don't want these kids fucking running around inside my house. It was totally fine when they were outside. Yeah, but I was better that they came here than running around town. Okay, I get that, but I still didn't want them. If he would, so it turns out they just you're came, just the grumpy old man. They just came in the house and were fucking around. And I'm like, that is not what I agreed to. If you just said, "Hey, Dad, after prom, can seven of us come in the house and fuck your shit up?" I'd have said no. That's not okay. That, I would have said no. Right. So they all come in, and you went. You went downstairs to see who they were because you know most of these kids from teaching. Yes. You know, for years and years and years. This you've, is my first year. You've they're, known they're, they're graduating. Yeah. You've known all of these kids since they were like in sixth grade. Correct. For all different reasons, sports and activities. I got it. So you sized them up, and you're like, yeah, they're all pretty good kids. Okay. One fucking idiot kid. I'm looking on my security camera because I have three security cameras downstairs watching the inside of my house, the doors and the stairs. And one of them points towards the den because there's a door there. This fucking kid comes in and gets on our granddaughter's little unicorn hippity hop thing she rides around and she's four. He starts bouncing around the house, almost ready to break it. 
Then he gets up, and I have that ashtray my grandfather gave me. It's a it's a ceramic ashtray, but it's a gun. A lot of you have seen it in the videos and stuff, and a lot of you have seen it in when I've had it in the garage. And he's trying to grab it. Another kid is going, don't touch that. It's not yours. Well, I want to fucking touch it. I want to see the gun. They're wrestling in there. Something falls and breaks in the corner. I couldn't tell what it was. And the other, there's two kids stopping this one fucking idiot going, what are you doing? You don't go into someone's house and touch things. Like, well, I'm gonna, it's out. It's right there. I can fucking do it. This is after he almost broke uh, my granddaughter's little horse that he was riding around. They finally stop him from that. He goes over and he grabs the chessboard where the kid and I have an ongoing game of chess. He's grabbing the pieces and moving them around. And it's a very nice, heavy wood set. And he's slamming the pieces down on the board, just being dick. He's like just picking them up and slamming them down, picking them up and slamming them down. Another kid comes over and goes, dude, stop doing that. Then he walked around to the kitchen where you have that automatic trash can, <laughs> you know, where you wave your hand over the trash can and, and the kitchen trash lid opens. Yes. He just keeps doing it and doing it and doing it. Then as it opens, he's trying to force it back down. Like, I wonder if you can, if it's opening, if I could, if I'm stronger, if I can force. Yeah, you're going to fucking break the gears on it, you motherfucker. So I finally called the kid. I brought him upstairs. I said, and I showed him, I go, I'm pissed about you and your fucking idiot friends especially this motherfucker. Now, you know when you tell your, your kid that, you expect him to go downstairs and go, okay, everybody, let's, you know, let's calm down. And I, because you don't want to single out which is the asshole. You try to, let's everyone sit down. Let's everyone stop touching things. That's not what Gen Z kid did. He marched right downstairs and said, do you see that security camera? My dad's watching everything. And he points to the kid, the one kid. He goes, he doesn't like you. He's going to kick you out. If you do one more thing, my dad's going to come down here and throw you out through the front door, and he might not even open the door. Oh. He got in that kid's face. Everybody looked up at the camera. Most of the kids were behaving, believe it or not. I can't, yeah. I can't say they were bad. They weren't. But that one motherfucker, if, if he, I, I know his name now, and if my son ever goes, hey, we're having some buddies over to go swim, you know, guys and girls and party, that fucker's name comes up, he's off the list. That dude is not on the goddamn list. And I know you've known him since he was sixth grade, but no fucking way is that guy coming in my house again and getting into my shit. I, I almost went downstairs and just about started pistol whipping people, but I didn't. I didn't. I stayed cool about it, but that's, that's what happened that night. And I had to sit up until those guys were gone. There's no way I was going to sleep with those assholes in my house. <sighs> okay, I'm better now. Are you now, done? What what conversation are you talking about for the next day? What what the one about you, that Gen Z kid came to you to tell you about prom and how much fun he had. Oh but with a little side note to that. Well, he did. He Because had a, I think it, it was interesting and touching and it was a little yeah, it was a, I didn't expect it. He came to me and he said he was telling me the next day he was really going into detail how much fun the night was. They went to because they went to uh, McDonald's in the beginning, then Taco Bell for the job interview. Then they went to this. It was a big, huge estate which was completely done up, beautiful as a private estate, and lots of kids there. Everybody having a good time. He showed me all the pictures and all the videos, and then hey, they I didn't see any pictures or videos. I oh, guess there, I don't rate. There's probably eighty pictures and about I didn't get nothing. Ten, ten videos. I got nothing. Well, wow, yeah. we're yeah. gonna have to have a talk when he gets home from school today. I didn't mean to out you, son, but your mother's pissed now. Yeah, um, yeah. There, what, I'm you, gonna put a reminder on my phone to just to yell, yell at, at him. him. 
All right. Did you did you not see any any of those pictures? Really? No, I didn't see anything. You didn't see the video of, of them all dancing in that big circle nope. with everyone watching? Nope. Wow. I got nothing. I have the pictures that I took prior to him leaving. That's no. all I got for prom. Are you, I've had emails from people going, where's all his prom pictures? I, I Well, I got to be fair with you. Um, are you a subscriber to Gen X Talks? Yes, I am on YouTube. Okay. Well, on Patreon, are you a member of Patreon? I am not. Well, some of them are posted on Patreon. If you if you want to see what your son did that night, spend a dollar. That's bullshit. <laughs> you can go look on Patreon. And I'm see. just going to take his phone away when he gets home. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. So he comes to me, shows me all the pictures, tells me all the stories. They went to Denny's afterwards, like you do. And then they came over here, and he just was explaining the entire night. Everything so did you hear on. that thing? So it was... Pictures, food, food, dancing, food, then our house and food. And fo yeah, there was a lot of food. So, you know, six to seven teenage boys, there was a lot of food involved that night. Well, of course, they get hungry. They're, they're growing boys. Yeah, okay. So anyway, he came to me after he told me all the fun stuff he did. He got a weird, serious note, serious tone. And he goes, I got to ask you a question. He goes, I didn't, because he, he ended up not, none of them did end up going with their girlfriends. He goes, I feel a little bit guilty that I had a good time without her. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, I just don't want to. He goes, I feel guilty that now that I went without her, that I had such a good time. And was I not supposed to? Was I supposed to kind of be solemn and miserable because she wasn't there? Was I, I almost didn't want to allow myself to have fun without her, you know? And I said, well, I think under the circumstances, because his girlfriend is very cool. I know her. I think she would have said, look, I didn't work out where I could go. Please go have a good time. Just, you know, go, go. This is your senior. This is your last one. Go have a good time. But the guilt he felt the next day of having a good time, he goes, I go, did you do something wrong? Did you, you know, did you connect with another girl or something? He goes, <laughs> no, not at all. He goes, but just the whole night I was, he goes, I was burdened with the thought that she's thinking about me and and I, if I if I wasn't thinking about her and I was having a good time and I was forgetting about oh then I'd catch myself and go oh and I'd slow myself down I go well I don't think you should have done that he goes well I had a really good time but I had it without her and I really I'm really feeling guilty and beating myself up about it we had to have that talk yeah I've 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 never I've never been prepared for that conversation not with myself or with any of our kids before yeah, that was, it was interesting that was that was a curve but I do sure. believe just like women and men we do need a night out with just our group of girls or our group of guys yeah. I mean I think that's just something you need to do and and I kind of told him that too I go there's nothing wrong with going out with your buddies and having a good old time and acting 12. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Even girls, we need a we need a night out to just be girls, you know, and stuff. So he, I think, after he talked to you and he he talked to me a little bit, I think he felt better after the fact. So he did. The he other did. thing is, I want to tell people is he's not going to grad night. Do you remember? Did you, oh did, yeah, what was that? So grad night for their high school, you know, they have a an uh, a student body, and the student body was voting on where they were going to go to grad night. And then the, they call it ASB, the ASB advisor steps in and goes, Teachers. Yeah, the teachers went and said, well, we're not going to do what you want to do. This is what we're going to do. So the student body wanted to go to Magic Mountain in Valencia. The teachers go, nope, we're not doing that. We're going to Universal Studios all, you know, night or whatever instead. And the student body was like, but 
that's not what we want to do. There's nothing so, to yeah. do really at now, Universal. Now, explain this to me. Like, all of the seniors got together and, and went to the student body, and the student body says, hey, you know, we're going to go tell the staff, yeah. the teachers, you know, what do you, and what they collectively, the entire 12th grade chose what they wanted to do. The student body went to the staff, to the teachers, and said, we have voted, we have thought, right. we have listened to everybody. We chose Magic Mountain. So it wasn't just like, it wasn't like the teachers were saying to six people, well, we don't care what you think. They're yeah. like, no, we've checked with everybody. The whole, the whole grade wants to do this. It's and not just us. All the previous grades all went to Magic Mountain. That's like the go-to place when right. you graduate. All the other grades that graduated prior to them went to Magic Mountain, but this year. Right. So it's almost like the whole senior class is boycotting grad night. They're not going. Yeah. That's yeah. They're right. not going. It's like, no, we didn't want to do this. So fuck off. I mean, Universal, don't get me wrong. Universal is great and everything. But when you're thinking grad night and having a bunch of fun and stuff, Magic Mountain has way more rides and is more teenage driven than Universal. So anyway, so he's not going to grad night. So that was his choice. Grad night's pretty special for those guys, too. They should have let them pick where they wanted to go. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Anyway, so uh, the East Coast trip, is it is it officially on yet, or are we still working that way? I'm waiting for uh, the kid and you to give me the go button. I've well, been kind of kind of like down low planning it. Well, okay, <laughs> let me see. Let me, okay. Let me spell this out the best way I can without taking an hour doing it. Everyone knows we want to go back on an East Coast trip and we want to drive. We have we have a place we have to be in Virginia in the towards the latter part of October. So since we were driving out there, let's make it a few extra days and let's drive and let's meet some people. Anybody in any town, if we can hook up with some people and connect and have a beer, whatever. It's fine. I don't mm -hmm. care if it's in a restaurant, if it's in a parking lot for 20 minutes. I don't care if it's in a bar. Whatever you guys want to do is fine. Well, wait, whoa, whoa, whatever they want to do? No. Whatever you want to do. Thank you, thank okay. you, thank you. I'm planning. The problem planning. has been you can't make the trip. That has been the big stigma of this is your pain because there's times we drive to Las Vegas and you spend one night in Vegas, one day doing activities, one more night in Vegas, and when we go to leave the next day, you are in such pain, I don't even know if I can get you home. Um, yeah, that has so happened. that has happened. Now I can't have that happen in Amarillo, Texas, and all of a sudden I have to tell everybody we need to stay here for three straight days while she recovers. You cannot recover driving. That's, that's not a possibility. That's true, but okay. everybody in Texas would love it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everybody would. But so people came up with all sorts of ideas about I'll drive back there and fly you to where we're going, but then you miss all this stuff. People have suggested renting a motorhome, but what people don't realize, and I and it's not anybody's fault, but if I rented a motorhome, and I even had to educate you on this because you you were going down that road for a little while, like yeah, motorhome, 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 and I'm like, look, you've never traveled in a motorhome. I have. Let me let me help you out with how some of this works. First of all. The idea of a motorhome is only good for one purpose, and I'm shortening this all for everybody. It is perfect for driving along, and all of a sudden, you don't feel good. You're hurting. You can go lay down. A motorhome has a bed. Go to the back of a motorhome, lay down. Now, that's, that solves or helps one problem. That's a good thing. That's a plus. Here's a minus. The seats you're in are not, unless we took a, a $750,000 motorhome, the seat you're going to be sitting in is going to harm you. You are going to up, you're going to end up laying down because there's no lumbar support, there's no heat 
There's not heated seats. Very, that's a very rare thing on a rental. So that's a terrible seat for you to travel in, although you can lay down. Secondly, I can't stop at KOAs all along the way. I still have to go to a hotel. I still have to go to a nice hotel because you can't sleep on a motorhome bed and have it be comfortable. It's not going to work. You, the, the motorhome only does one thing. It doesn't change anything we're doing. We still got to stay at hotels. We still have to do that, but it does give you the ability to lay down if you need to while driving. So the motorhome is out. It's just, there's no sense in it. I know. I understand. Nobody, ever, hundreds of emails, and I'm trying to be nice and go, listen, I've thought this through. I get it, but I'm looking at the more, you know, a, a little bit deeper into the situation. All right. So we went and bought another vehicle, and this vehicle has uh, many positions of lumbar support for you. It is a heated seat on the passenger seat. It is a chilled seat on the passenger seat. Yes. And we have, and it's, it's very nice leather interior. Correct. We have been trying it, driving all around. I have not once seen you get out of it and limp up to the house. And you've done that before. We've driven around on errands during the day and we've gone and had lunch. We've done all these things and we finally get done. We come back home and I've watched you hobble up the driveway. Right. Yeah. Okay. That part's been good. Yes, it has. It has been perfect. This vehicle is, so far, working out. Now, we have to try it two hours. Yes, we do. Three hours. Now, we got to go pick up Lion from the airport pretty soon when he's flying out from Missouri to help us with the studio. That's going to be a very good uh, uh, test. Right. There's a problem. And I thought of this, you know, the kid, Gen Z kid, rode around in the back of this, the, the second seat, and he goes, a uh, lot of leg room but the seats are too short under his thighs. They don't stick all the way out on, like, like the front But I'm here. shorter than him. It's true. But what I'm saying is, I'm getting at, is you may have two hours up there to, to, to Fresno to pick him up from the airport with me and get out and walk around and go, that was great, which is what I'm hoping for. But what if you have to ride two hours back? Because there's no way we can put Lion in the back seat. He's like seven foot one. You have to get in that back seat and ride all the way home. And if you come back... And you're hurting. Are you hurting because it was, you were in an uncomfortable back seat, or are you hurting because that was four hours in the truck? That's that's. It's a little bit of a good test, but it's not conclusive for right. me. It's still. I'm still going to have to take you, you know, two hours one direction and two hours back with you in the front seat. And if we get a good result of a four hour test with you in that front seat and you're good, then we can plan our trip and not drive. More than four or five hours a day. Okay, well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. But do you see where I'm going? How yes, I'm really I thinking this that. through. I really so am. I'm still thinking we're going. Yeah, I'm planning but, that we're going. But, but I didn't know you were planning all this until you kind of loosely, casually brought I it up the other day. I tried to talk. I tried to talk to you. You told about me it. we were going north. Not you as were, north as you think. You want to? We're leaving in October. You want to go up through Colorado? Yes. You ever in heard the of beginning Pass? part of. Yes. They, they died up there because they did Our new truck have four by four? <laughs> yes. But that's not the point. The point is, is that you you want to head, you, you could potentially be heading right into a store. Why aren't we heading south? Why aren't we going through Prescott and Phoenix and Albuquerque? We are, but we're doing it at the end of October. We were going to go through the mid part of the country and get into Virginia. And then at the latter part of October, coming home down south. I thought the whole trip was going to be down south. 
no, I don't want to do it twice. I don't want to do the same same uh, interstate twice. I was you trying do to do it. realize when we're done, we're just trying to get home. We don't care about stopping anymore. We're not. We're just trying to get the fuck out of there. You do. You, you do realize that's how things happen. When the events are all done, we've shaken everybody's hand. I've gotten all the pictures I want to take, and everybody's happy. Then it's just how fast can you get home? Okay. Well, then I will change the direction, the plan. It just doesn't. It, to me, it looks funny on a map going that way. If you really wanted to, we would leave, go all the way down south, across, go up the Blue Ridge Highway through the Smoky Mountains. All the way up to even you want to go to Washington, D.C. When we're done, I want to draw a straight line from Washington, D.C. to to Southern California in a straight line as quickly as possible, weather permitting. That that's what I was thinking. Okay, that's my plan. But you had you it haven't even looked at a map. So how would you know what a straight line is? I, I have looked at a map. I know what the straight line is. I know what the fastest way home is. You have not. You have not helped with this plan first at of all. all. I'm a guy. I don't need to look at a map. Oh, all right. I'm trying to find places for us to stop so that we can visit people. All right. And I, announce. I'd like to set it in motion, the plan, so you could put it on the website so people can go, oh, on this day, they're planning on being here. So, you know, people right. can kind of One do. more successful drive with you that looks good, then I can, we can, I can give it to you and you can tell me the dates. Okay. So my other thing is, is when we're in Virginia, we're not that far from Washington, D.C. Right. Also, while we're there, right after the wet, we have to be in Virginia for a wedding. Right. You're the best man in this wedding, so you I have am. to be there. So I was thinking either, depending on what what route you want to take, we I'd like to spend a couple days in Washington, D.C. Okay. I asked our staff member, Josh Maddox, like, how far are you from Washington, D.C.? Because I don't think, because it's late in October, we could go up to New York. I think going that far north, we're getting into weather problems. Plus, he's not in New York. He's in New Jersey. I know that. but And who wants to go there? But I'm thinking of that area. So he told me he's about two hours away from Washington, D.C. I thought that'd be cool. He can meet us in Washington, D.C. Plus, on one of those days, Gen Z kids turning 18. And I thought, what a cool thing to be in Washington, D.C. on your 18th birthday. Would Josh's electric motorcycle make it that far without a charge? Do you care? Well, I'm just trying to think of that I'm little... I'm just asking. The you, poor little fellow's going to have to charge his electric motorcycle probably two times. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I'm just trying to be thoughtful here. But I thought it would be <laughs> cool to be, you know, since we're that far, if he can meet us a little bit halfway, that'd be kind of cool. And right. I asked Gen Z kid if he would think being in Washington, D.C. is cool. And he said, yeah. Not do, you know, do you know what the word druthers is? And you got to take a fucking break. I'm trying to get... Breathe. You're rambling. I patiently wait for you for your rants, which take longer than mine. It's not a rant. Mine is a delightful story with a climactic ending. Well, maybe they don't want to hear your voice all the time. Maybe they want to hear me. You're just, you, your, your tone is so monotone. It's like a typewriter. I am just not monotone at this moment. Get, we're just trying to get through it. That's all. Then go ahead. All right. If I had my druthers. Now, I need to know if you know what the word druthers means. <sighs> yeah, it's an old man term. Wow. You, you see, now you're just being angry. Now you're just being mean, throwing the old man terms. If I had my druthers... Don't piss me off, or I'm going <laughs> to rip up the map and go, you fucking do it. Oh. Again. I just cussed. Oh, you, wow. You did cuss. You cussed on a podcast. Yeah, well. You're angry. You're yes, upset. I am. You're making me angry. Okay. You're very reactionary right now. I'm just talking here and you're getting all upset. I can't help your emotions. I'm a woman. Hear me roar. The therapist said you're responsible for your own reactions. 
Oh, I take full responsibility. Go okay, ahead. good. If I had my way, we would head south. You mean your druthers? My druthers. <laughs> yeah. We would head south, go like Prescott, Phoenix, Albuquerque, Panhandle of Texas, uh, drop down uh, uh, through Louisiana. I'd like to go to Hot Springs, Arkansas. I'd like to, I, something I want to do there. Then I would cut across and go up through Georgia. I would go Blue Ridge Highway, Smoky Mountains, all the way north, uh, you know, by Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, that type of thing, and head up to Mrs. Four Watton's house in Tennessee, and then head into Virginia. Okay, good to know. That's my, that's what I would do. You know, one of these days you look at my map and realize I pretty much have planned that whole trip just like you said. Backwards. But no, you, you won't you, look at it. You planned it backwards. It doesn't matter. You just choose which one you want to go on. I've done a north version and I've done a south version. You pick which one you want to do. You're going to be lucky if I don't just say get in the truck and let's just go and I'll wing it. Okay? That's how good I am. All right. <laughs> Men are born with a perfect sense of direction in all circumstances. It can be a cloudy, cloudy day in a foreign land, and I can tell you which way north. And I is. wonder why they put GPS in trucks. Because sometimes girls drive trucks. That's right. It's a very sexist show here. Don't forget it. All right. So now that we have, we covered everything, because we've come the full circle. I've, I st started off with you being happy. Now you're angry to the point where you cussed. You actually cussed on a podcast. I don't know if I can do three weeks with you in a truck going east. Wow. I'm going to have to rethink that. <laughs> Let me think. Three weeks in a truck with Gen Z kid and Gen X dad, or three weeks at home with chickens and dogs and rabbits? Huh. You I wanna, don't know. You want to go. You know, you can't live without me. I have to think about that. Maybe I'll just plan the whole trip and go, oh, God, <laughs> I don't just, I don't know if I can make it. Oh, I'll fake an injury right before we leave? No. Walking out to the vehicle, you get sick. Thanks a lot. That's what I want to hear. Uh, I've been stood up on some dates before, but not a three-week date across the country. That would that would top my scale as the ultimate stand-up. I've never I've change the locks <laughs> while they're gone. <clears throat> Pack up the house, move to another location. That okay. Now you just gone overboard. <laughs> just saying. All right, are we done here? We didn't go over an hour today. That's good. Oh, good. It feels like it. It uh, feels like we've been here for a while. Here's the test. How many minutes? Because you uh, can't see the Well, numbers. you said it's not an hour, so I'm going to say uh, 47 minutes. 56. See, you were way off. <laughs> That's the first time you've been that far off. All, All right. right. Well, goodbye, everyone. Thanks for spending uh, 40, 56, 56, min minutes. <laughs> 56 minutes with us today. Um, oh. Catch you next week. All right. And she's gone, so I'm going to make this quick. Thank you guys for listening. I do apologize for it being late. I promise as soon as I'm done here, I will edit this and put it together and post it everywhere for you guys. Thanks for being patient. Wherever you're listening from around this planet, uh, AM, FM, Sirius, XM, or perhaps on the Armed Service Radio Network. We thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for wasting an hour with Gen X Talks. Not a better way to do it than that. We'll catch you guys on the flip side.